Hello everyone, welcome back. It's been a long time since I have done a podcast or a video of any kind. Uh, so quickly before we get into the podcast today, I want to explain why I'm gone and uh, why I'm bringing this podcast back. Um, first of all, it was November 10th, 2022 when we did our last podcast video. It was right before Survivor Series and uh, yeah, a lot has happened in the world of wrestling since then um, and I'll get to all that. Uh, why I took a break, um, we were doing three podcasts a week, um, which in turn means recording for about an hour and then a couple hours of editing every night. And I just wasn't spending enough time with my son. So I spent the last four months quality time with my kid, spending more time with him. Um, but I realized I've missed this. I've missed you guys. I've missed talking to this camera. I've missed talking into this microphone and I've missed getting my views out into the world. I went silent. I never really posted on Twitter much or TikTok at all. Um, I'm back doing that now. And so I figured it's time to bring this back with a little slight change in the way we're going to do things. Um, we're going to be doing one podcast a week. I was hoping to have either Nathan or Jeff, you know, my co-host from the last episode with me. Unfortunately, due to life and stuff getting in the way, uh, we're not able to do that. So it's going to be me solo for this week. Um, I'm hoping we can work out something and get them both on later. Um, but it's going to be me solo this week. Uh, one podcast a week, uh, just one episode. Uh, I don't want to go too crazy. Uh, it will be every Friday. So when you're listening to this Friday, every ever Friday after this. Uh, the new episode will be up, and then uh, it'll be on Saturday morning on YouTube. You can check us out on YouTube. Um, high scores and high spots, you can check it out. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have a new channel yet, or I'm just going to put on the Sabri Entertainment channel. I might just do that, Sabri ENT, because it's the branding I use for all my social media, and it, it all works out. Um, so, yeah, so one podcast a week, every Friday morning, starting your weekend off with a little wrestling and gaming action. Today on the show, I'm going to be talking Rampage, Raw, NXT, Dynamite, uh, last week's SmackDown and Rampage, even though not much happened on those shows. Um, and also, we're going to be talking uh, a little bit of gaming stuff, uh, WWE 2K23. I'm going to be giving my thoughts on how I feel about this game coming out, what I think the changes are, how I feel about all that. And some other gaming news. Uh, so, plus some other things I'm going to do uh, here and there. We're going to add to this podcast. So, I hope you enjoy. Uh, we are going to jump into this podcast. Thank you for listening. This is High Scores and High Spots. Now, hit me with that intro music. High scores and high spots back in action. I am Ryan. Here we go. Jumping into this thing with feet first. Let's see if I can remember how to do this. Uh, it's been a long time since I've done a podcast, so bear with me if I forget what I'm doing. But we're going to jump into SmackDown results from uh, March 3rd, 2023. Uh, I am not going to go through every single thing that happened on these shows. I'm going to give them the highlights, what I liked, what I didn't like, that kind of thing, because I'll be here all night. Uh, and I don't have all night. So we're going to jump into this thing. Uh, we start off with the bloodline. Um, Rhodes and Roman had a very good promo. I enjoyed this promo. Um, it would be in my top five of the week. Uh, promo wise, that, that, we'll talk about that later. Um, this was a very good show. Uh, Cody did bring up like all out and all that stuff. So it was a very, uh, very interesting promo between these two. I highly enjoyed this promo, by the way. I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. This was a fun promo and, uh, it sold the match. I'm, I'm excited. Um, some of the best matches Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley had a very good match with Rhea winning, uh, Escobar and Dominic went back and forth with Dominic getting a big win, obviously, uh, you know. Rhea and everybody got involved, but Dominic got the big win over Santos Escobar, and then Dominic wanted Ray to beat him up, and Ray just refuses to hit him. Um, yeah, and he took Ray's mask, so, or Escobar's mask, I should say. 
Um, other things that happened, we had the big five-man call-out for Gunther. I am hoping uh, that this does not lead to a WrestleMania ladder match of all things. Please, please, please don't give me that. I do not want to see Gunther in a ladder match for the title. I want him, like, him versus Drew or him, Drew, and Sheamus. Something like that. I do not want to see another multi-man ladder match that's played out and boring and it's been done at every WrestleMania other than the last couple. I don't want to see it again. So it's hoping they pull a curveball on us and they actually give us a winner to this multi-man number one contenders match this week upcoming. Uh, because I would rather see that than to see a ladder match. Uh, Shayna beat Tegan. Um, and then you had the same as Zayn Solo Sokoa match. Uh, Solo gets to win. Um... We'll we'll hear more about that on Raw, um, but yeah, this 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 solo and and Sammy thing is uh it's picking up here. Um, Rampage happened, and I'm gonna be honest, uh, yeah, it wasn't much here. Uh, we had a four way tag team match for no reason at all. Top Flight, Blackpool Combat Club, Aussie Open, and Dark Orders: John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Uh, Silver and Reynolds steal the pin. Um. All right, uh, sorry, Black Bull Combat Club get the win. So, um, Amy Sakura and Riho wrestled with Riho, getting the win. Powerhouse Hobbs squashed Sarpentigo. Nothing really to say. And Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes were Swerve and Parker Boudreaux. This was better than I thought, but uh, yeah, this one was rough. Um, Boudreaux got in the ring, and it really just killed. Um, the whole match, uh, I, it, I, I just don't see what they're going to do with Parker to make him interesting. He's, he, he, he emotes too much. He's like a goddamn video game character and I don't want to see that. So, um, yeah, Rivals Rampage. So let's get into the big show this weekend, AEW Revolution, their big pay-per-view from San Francisco, California, Sunday, March 5th. We kicked the show off with well, first of all, we had the pre-show. Let me tell you, that pre-show was annoying as fuck. Um, you had RJ City making everything into a fucking joke. That was annoying. Um, Renee, I do not care for either. So, the whole pre-show was annoying. But we kicked things off with Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks with the Jericho Appreciation Society banned from ringside. But that did not stop Sammy Guevara from getting inside or coming into the ring. He tried to action Andre takes him out with a fantastic flying move. Um, Jericho used the bat. Um, he hit. Uh, he hit Starks with Floyd the bat, but then he went for the Judas effect. Starks blocks it, and then he hit the Rosham bow for the big win for Ricky Starks. Um, it, it, there were some moments in this match that could were a little iffy and could have been better, but it, overall, I thought this was a pretty good start to this pay-per-view, and we're off to the races. Second match was the final burial, Jungle Jack Perry versus Christian Cage. Cage is running from the beginning here. Uh, they're in the crowd. They beat each other up into the steps, into the ring, and up the ramp. Uh, these two just beat the hell out of each other for a while. Uh, it makes their way up to the stage where there is a casket. Um, you have to throw your opponent in the casket and shut the lid to win. So this is a casket match. They're just calling it the final burial. Um, a lot of stuff happened, and they, they were beating each other up for a while. Um, then some chairs were grabbed. Um, Jungle Boy uh, hit the snare trap on the ramp. He locked it in. Um, he uses the handle of the shovel in the mouth of Cage. He hits the concerto. And then rolls him into the casket and shuts the lid. Very fun match. Um, I enjoyed this Christian and Jungle Boy match. And if this was the last match of Christian in AEW, this was a nice way to go out. Christian puts Jungle Boy over. Elevates Jungle Boy, in my opinion. Uh, we haven't seen him since. But uh, this was a very good match. And I enjoyed it from start to finish. I had no complaints here. Uh, the right man won both these matches. Ricky Starks and Jungle Boy. The right man won. And we're off again. Great match. The AEW World Trio Championship. The Elite defending against the House of Black. Some good action early on. This was uh, unbelievable. It, 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 you know, I hate on the Young Bucks a lot. 
And yes, they they're goofy, they're silly, they're over the top. They they talk too much in the ring. Um, this was not bad. Uh, Hart again goes to the outside. She gets knocked off the apron at one point. I guess that's her new thing. Um, triple super kicks to King at one point. They hit the BTE trigger um, to Black, which everyone thought it was over. Um, but then uh, Matthews ends up breaking up the pin. Um, there were so many close falls in this match. It was insane. The crowd was on the edge of their feet. At the end, though, um, they hit the rising knee. They're going for the Meltzer driver. Uh, Matthew catches Nick with a rising knee. And into Dante's Inferno. And we have new <coughs> world trios champions as the House of Black, Malachi Black, uh, Jesus, Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and uh, Bodie King are your new trios world champions. I kind of want to see Malachi and Omega one-on-one. I don't know if it's going to lead to that at some point, but I'm hoping we get that. Match four was for the World Women's Championship three-way match. Jamie Hayter, Soraya, and Ruby Soho. Um, and this was all right. A lot of spots in here I didn't like. Um, the three women, I guess, clicked okay. Ruby was kind of just doing her own little thing. Um, she went. Ruby retain or Jamie Hayter retains with a Magi Straw Cradle. Uh, she wins, and then Tony Storm attacks Jamie Hayter. Um, Britt Baker runs in, and then she gets beat down as well. Ruby stands up, and then Ruby, uh, disaster kick to Jamie Hayter, and Ruby has joined the bad guys. Now, listen here. So, you mean to tell me they spent this whole match beating each other up, they bent the whole match is wailing on each other, and then she just joins her as if nothing happened? I didn't like that. I thought maybe they should have... Had the turn happen during the match. They work together to beat up Jamie. Jamie still survives. It makes Jamie look better. And it would have worked better. Uh, in my opinion, doing this this way was convoluted. And it made no sense. And it was one of these weird moments where I think they just wanted to do a heel turn to do the heel turn. And they didn't think about the optics of it. Why would she join the woman she just spent 9-10 minutes having a match with? I didn't like it. And speaking of not liking it, oh boy, did we have the Texas Death Match: Hangman Page versus John Moxley. Uh, I don't want to sound like Jim Cornette, okay? I am not Jim Cornette. I enjoy some of this high flying stuff and, and some of the hardcore stuff. I do not enjoy blood just for blood. I do not enjoy barbed wire. I do not enjoy the forks being used. I did not like this match. Uh, this match, I could have done without. Um, they used everything under the sun. There were barbed wire chairs, barbed wire boards. They used bricks and a chain and, and everything. And they Moxley was bleeding everywhere. Hangman wrapped barbed wire on himself and did a moonsault at one point. Apparently, this match... Unlike a real Texas death match, by the way. Um, for those of you who don't know, let me refer to you to the rules of a Texas death match. Because, uh, yeah, I, I just want you guys to know what the actual rules for a Texas death match is. So, Texas death match, the rules are you must be pinned. And then a 10 count is initiated. There's no submissions. It's not just a walk in the park. Uh, it's not pinfall submission or 10 count. It's a pinfall, then a 10 count. How did this Texas death match end? By submission. Now, <coughs> I'm sorry. But you can't just go changing the rules of a match. If you're going to do Texas death, you do it the way it's supposed to be. Or you just call it a fucking street fight. Or a death match. Just call it a death match. It wasn't a Texas death match. It was a disaster. I did not like this. I, I thought the plunder and, and all that was for nothing. Um, Paige hit him with a brick. And then Moxley just stands there. 
and Paige then hits the buckshot, and then uh, he comes back with a clothesline, and Moxley's connected to the chain, uh, and uh, he's getting choked, basically hung over the ropes, and Moxley taps out like a UFC. Real quick, just... Like, stupid. I, I fucking hated this ending. I hated this match. I was fucking furious watching this. Anyway, Hangman won. Whatever. I don't care. I I was hoping this feud would end. Then Dynamite happened. And it's still going to continue. Then we had the AEW TNT Championship. Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Not a big fan here. This was sluggish. Uh, two big men kind of doing something. Uh, Joe gets choked out. Wardlow chokes him out, and Wardlow is your new TNT champion. It is what it is. Not a big fan of this. I felt like it was too slow, and just not much happened. There wasn't a lot of action in this one. AEW World Tag Team Championship, the Gun Club versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy versus The Acclaimed. Uh, so much happened in this match. Four Four-way matches. And if you're new to this podcast, uh, I am not a huge fan of these multi-man cluster matches where there's four teams or battle royals or eight-man tags and ten-man tags and six-man tags. Not a big fan of the multi-tag matches. And so when you have four teams, one of them being having Jeff Jarrett, who I do not care to see wrestle in 2023, and the other one being Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy, which I don't care about either of them, Makes for not a fun time for Ryan. And, uh, yeah, this, I, 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 whatever. Um, the guns win. Uh, and they said they're beating everyone. And then, uh, FDR come out and they spike pile driver Colton and the big rig to Austin and the crowd goes crazy. So FDR is back. We'll hear from them on Dynamite. In your World Championship match, the uh, AEW World Title Iron Man match, MJF versus Brian Danielson. MJF had the fucking god entrance. It was the devil, but it was good. Um, this match was a lot about MJF just going outside, drinking, and and, and, and stalling a lot of this match. Um, Danielson gets the first fall with the knee out of nowhere. Um, he catches him with, with the knee. MJF down one nothing. So, low blow uh, right afterwards by MJF. So Danielson goes up two to one. MJF gets the win, but then MJF covers him two one, and then MJF covers him again two two. So I like that MJF using the you know <coughs> the DQ rule to give Danielson a point, but then he pinned him twice in a row. Good strategy. A lot of good strategy here by. Uh, MJF, um, they go to the outside, uh, they go through the table, um, and then MJF goes back outside, hits a tombstone on the announcer's table, um, Danielson's busted open, MJF is just hurt, and then, uh, MJF gets, goes up three to two, Psycho Knee again, and then uh, he goes for the regal stretch. MJF taps. So we are tied at 3-3. Three to three. Um, We come down to the end of the match. And Danielson has got him in a submission. And, and MJF is fighting. And he hurt his knee. And he's going. He gets a two count. Danielson rolled through. Walked in a single leg crab. 30 seconds. MJF is going to tap. But he doesn't. He doesn't tap. And the match is over. It's a draw. So Johnny Schiavone walks to the ring and says, Tony Khan will not allow the match to end in a draw and will continue for one more fall under sudden death rules. MJF shoves the ref and Danielson rolls him up for two. Uh, and then MJF Lobos Danielson behind the referee's back and gets a two count. Um, MJF went for the grab the title, but Bryce explains that MJF uses the belt. Danielson wins the title even though it's a DQ. <laughs> and then he tried to use the ring. A poison rana by Danielson. A psycho knee. And, and, and MJF taps that guy. Gets up. Um, and then uh, there's an oxygen shank outside. Because MJF had been using that throughout the match. He hits Danielson in the head. Um, he hides the evidence. And he walked in Danielson with his own move. And uh, Danielson taps. And so MJF retains the AEW World Championship. 
Hey, AW, listen. Fantastic match. There was a lot that I didn't like with the stalling and all that, but my God, fantastic Iron Man match here. MJF and Brian Danielson went all out here. They went as fucking balls to the wall as they could, and <coughs> I have no bad things to say. This match was fun. This match was exciting from start to finish, and MJF went 70-plus minutes. And so MJF kind of proved that he's more than just a talker. He can wrestle. I'm hoping it leads some more stories for MJF in the future. Because right now it's very uh, limited. So uh, we'll see what happens after this show. But overall, overall, Revolution was not terrible. Uh, other than the Texas death and the six-man tag, everything else was fine. I enjoyed the Iron Man match. The women's match was... It was alright. Um, the TNT match was was nothing either, but I really enjoyed that the uh, casket match I really, and Ricky Starks and Jericho was good, and the Iron Man match were fantastic. Top three matches for me of the night there. Um, so then we head to Monday. It's Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We are in Boston. The return of the GOAT, the one, the only, John Cena. Which we'll get to. But first off, Raw kicked off with Heyman and the in the solo in the uh, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa, and basically Roman has instructed that. Jimmy, take care of the Sami Zayn problem. So then we got uh, the first match of the night. Solo Sokoa versus Kevin Owens. A fun match here. These two men beat the tar out of each other. And they went back and forth for a while. Um, and then uh, Owens was going to win, I think. He had a swanton bomb. Gets a, gets a two count. And then Jimmy runs in to attack. Sammy's chants are booming throughout the arena. They want Sammy. Sammy swings... He comes out with a chair, and the Uso and Sokoa leave the ring. Sammy offers his hand to Owens, and Owens just kind of rolls out of the ring. So Owens still doesn't trust Sami Zayn. Fantastic storytelling. Um, back from the break, yeah, uh, we had Carmella talking about her match with Bianca Belair, and then uh, yeah, Chelsea's there, so it looks like Chelsea and Carmella are going to be an item, a unit, a tag team, if you will. I, you know, they're similar. I like it. But we had we go to that match now, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Uh, this was eh, pretty good match. Uh, Carmella does not get the credit I think she deserves for being solid in the ring. I know a lot of her like super kicks and stuff are a little sloppy, and sometimes it doesn't hit right. But overall, I think Carmella is very solid in the ring, and uh, her and Bianca put on a very good match here. With Bianca obviously going over with the KOD out of nowhere, um, and that's the thing with Bianca like her matches, she'll hit that KOD. and it'll literally be out of nowhere. Like everyone talks about like the RKO and stuff. These matches end suddenly. Like, Carmella went for a pin, beat on the ropes, Bianca got kicked out, instantly KOD over. Insane. I didn't think that was the finish of the match. I didn't see the ending of the match. It did out of nowhere, the KOD, and then here you go. So, Bianca wins. Uh, after the match, uh, Green and Carmella um, look to double-team Belair. Oscar comes out. Oscar spits Green miss, and it hits Green Chelsea Green in the face. Um, cause Carmella moved and then they retreat. So there you go. Backstage, Sammy and Owens have a big, big talk. And, uh, Owens, you know, just says, look, Sammy's trying to give, say, hey, we're together. We don't do this together, but we have the same objective, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Kevin Owens says, you know what? Just go back to Roman. Who cares? Um, Miz, we're hosting Miz TV, um, with, Rollins and Logan Paul, and I will say this was a good segment here. Uh, it went on a little long. Uh, Logan Paul definitely is better as a heel, and the crowd let him have it. Um, they had a fuck you Roman Logan at one point, and he ate it up, man. 
Look, Logan Paul's a natural heel. He he I think he enjoys being booed. I think he enjoys having people hate him and he's shined in this match segment. And then uh yeah, basically Logan said, I am a prize fighter. I'm a premium act, and I'm not gonna fight you for free in Boston. Uh, and Paul says, you know, maybe hey, if, if the stage was bigger, the money was better. You know, more star power. He might do it. And Miz goes, hey, I'm the host of WrestleMania. I could probably make that happen. Um, and so then they have words. Rollins throws Miz out of the ring. Um, Paul tries to attack Rollins, but Rollins kicks him. Goes for the stomp. Uh, or Paul goes for the stomp. Rollins walks it. Miz rushes back in. Rollins super kicks him. And then Paul hits him with a right hand. And then uh, Paul picks up the. Hey, Paul goes, "Hey, when you wake up, you know what me know about WrestleMania," and says, "Bye, bye, bitch." I enjoyed this promo. I enjoyed this segment. I thought Logan Paul did good here. Seth freaking Rollins is on another level, and I, I, you know what? This match could shock some people. I think this is going to be a fantastic match at Mania, and I think they're going to tear the house down. So, uh, almost beat Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler's. You know, obviously going to put almost over here, and uh, almost is going to wrestle Lesnar. So they got to. Uh, during this match, we did see Mustafa Ali, and so he's doing this new Mustafa motivation gimmick, and so he was outside like cheering on Dolph Ziggler. We have Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. A very good back and forth. The crowd was not hot for this match. Fuck this crowd. This match was fun. Gargano wins after Edge. The music goes off. And now here, listen, everybody out there who are questioning why they keep bringing back these part-timers. Why do Lesnar and Edge, why do they keep using them? Because the pop. Did you hear? Did you watch Raw? Did you hear that crowd pop when Edge's music played? It was the loudest ovation of the night other than Cena. So, of course, they're going to keep using them. Edge comes in, shoves Finn off the top rope. Um... And then uh, Gargano hits the one final beat to get the win. Nikki Cross and Piper Nevin. Uh, Piper Nevin gets the win. Eh, decent match. Uh, we had a couple backstage segments with Rick Boogs. That was whatever. Um, and then we had the Cena Theory segments. Now, Cena comes out. And then theory, the Theory comes out before Cena can say anything. And Cena says, you know what? I'm a fan of yours. I'm sta- I'm a cha- I'm a WWE superstar because of you. Um, and he's like, you know, you talk about hustle, loyalty, and respect. And he goes, I got a gift. Theory versus Cena for the United States title at WrestleMania. Cena says no, and Cena says, you know, look, you're not ready. No one likes you. No one believes you. No one, you know. He, he basically says, they don't believe in you. You don't have heart. You don't have the soul. And then uh, Theory kind of goads him in saying, you know, hey, you never gave up. And now you're saying no. And you're giving up. So Cena says, yeah, sure, I'm going to wrestle you. But you know what? You're in a lose-lose situation here. Um, he goes, they don't give a damn about you. He goes, if Theory loses, he's loses everything. He lost to John Cena. If he wins, he still loses everything. But he goes, Vinny has to go out the next night. And he has to explain without Cena to lean on, without the crowd, against the most harsh of the crowd, and they will eat him alive. And so this was uh, a lot of like real stuff coming out of here from Cena, maybe trying to actually get Theory some motivation and, and get to that next level. Because I'm a huge fan of Austin Theory. He has a ton of potential. He has a ton of upside. But the problem is that he's been saddled with these dumb gimmicks and he's trying now to find that persona, and I'm hoping this Lucina will push him up and give him that little extra motivation to come up with something cool and, and to be the next big thing. Because he, he has it in him. Theory is really good on the mic. He's really good in the ring. He's super young. ton of potential, but just something's been missing here, and I'm hoping he can find it and he can get there. So that match will be made. We had Chad Gable versus Baron Corbin. This match was made because the Maxwell Mare models wanted Corbin to take out Gable. That did not happen. Chad Gable gets the win. Uh, then we had a segment with Lita, Becky, Trish, and then Damage Control. And this is basically made 
a six-woman match at WrestleMania. Bailey, Trish, and Becky. Uh, Becky, Trish, and Lita, sorry, versus Damage Control. And so, uh, yeah, you know, it's a match. I kind of figured that's the way we were going to go. Um, I'm not too happy about it, but it's a match, and it'll be a big-time match with Trish and Lita there. And I'm happy for Dakota and EO and Bailey getting their WrestleMania moment, and this will be fine. I think this will be a decent match. Your main event was Sammy versus Jimmy Uso. Um, Sammy gets the win here. Um, he, he pins him out of nowhere. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Sammy's celebrating. Jay is on the announcer's table. Jay gets in the ring, and he kind of leaves, and he keeps grabbing him by the shirt, and he goes outside, and he gives Sammy a hug. And the crowd's losing their mind. They're chanting, holy shit. And then they do the one finger thing. And I thought, this show's going off the air. Where are we going now? And then out of nowhere, uh, Jay hits him with a super kick. And he dropped him. And then they beat the holy hell out of him. And uh, they were destroying him. Solo Sokoa comes out. And they're going to triple team him. But then Cody comes into a big pop. He's in a suit. He just rushes the ring. And the, and the bloodline backs away. And so uh, that's how Raw goes off the air. Fantastic swerve to end the night. I really uh, thought they were going to go a different direction. And they got me with that swerve. The super kick her around the world, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, very, you know, Raw was fine. I, I loved Raw. A couple of stupid comedy segments, but uh, wasn't too bad. Um, and we're, we're getting there with the Sam. I, it's, it's looking like it's going to be Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos. Um, I think Kevin will reluctantly agree to team up with Sammy, and they're going to be like an unlikely duo that maybe, you know, are going to get back on the same page, and uh, that'll be a really good match. Uh, the Usos don't have bad matches very often, and the Usos for Sammy and Kevin at WrestleMania, given time. Oh, yeah. That'll be exciting. So, on to NXT. This was a very special roadblock edition of NXT. We start with the Jailhouse Street Fight, Tony D'Angelo. Versus uh, Dijak and <sighs> I wasn't a fan of this. Not a lot happened in this match. They were just fighting outside. The object they had a they had a jailhouse cage outside, and you had to lock your opponent in it. Um, Stax took a nasty chair shot at one point. That was the highlight of this match. Um, Dijak hit the feaster eyes. Um, and in and in then in, in, uh, into the cell. Uh, he was going to shut it, but Sacks like threw himself between the door and then Tony hit him with a crowbar and Tony beats down Dijak into the cell and wins. So Dijak comes in next. He hasn't won a match since. I don't know what they're Alright, so then the next segment, um, we had Gallus, I didn't understand a word Gallus said during this promo, but they spoke a promo, uh, pretty deadly come out, and then Gallus put him down. Six-man tag, Braun Breaker and the Creed Brothers beat Jinder Mahal, Veer Mahal, and Sangha, uh, Veer Mahan and Sangha. Big boys beating each other up, if you're into that, this was fun, uh, Braun gets the pin, um, Braun took out Jinder and then... Uh, Brutus did the Brutus ball out of like a off of Julius's shoulders, and they get the win. So we have the Grayson Waller effect now. This was fun. Uh, Grayson Waller was really good on the mic here. He called out Shawn Michaels. Uh, Grayson Waller was fantastic. I had no uh, problems with Grayson Waller on the mic. He had the stuff he said was really good, and it was really hit hard, and it was just fun. Um, Michaels, on the other hand, wasn't that good. He was, eh, so 
Shawn Michaels may have lost it. That's a highlight and a low light in the same sentence. Anyway, it was announced that he's going to have a match at Stand and Deliver, and it's going to be... He's back. One more match. It's Johnny Gargano. Uh, JC Jane loses to JJ Dolan, and so... Uh, and then Jane beats her up afterwards. So this feud's not over. Braun and uh, Hayes are going to wrestle, and it's going to be them basically uh, going for the title at Stand and Deliver. So there you go. Another match made. Uh, Joe Gacy beat Andre Chase. Um, and then the main event. Miko Satomura versus Roxanne Perez for the NXT Women's title. Uh, they told a fantastic story in this match. They had great action. It was the, the, the veteran versus the young upstart. I don't even... If you haven't watched this match, go watch this match. Because they had told a beautiful story. Miko did everything to Roxanne. And Roxanne did not stay down. She kept kicking out. She kept fighting. You could see it in her face. The exhaustion that she was feeling. And she kept powering through. And she kept powering through. And she just would not kick. And, uh... Yeah, she, Perez, at the end of the match, you know, they're both beat down and tired as fuck. Satomura goes for Phoenix Scorpio Rising, and to Perez rolls over, gets the win out of nowhere, and then, uh, yeah, fantastic match. The ending came. Uh, Satomura brings it out to Perez, and then Perez kind of just collapsed. Um, and they show her getting loaded into the ambulance. Um, so I don't know where this is heading as far as like a storyline for Roxanne. I was kind of iffy on that of whether I liked it or not. But this match itself, awesome. Um, so th so we're going to do something different. I'm going to transition here for a little bit before we get into Dynamite. Um, this podcast, every week we're going to be picking our some categories here. And we're going to be going through uh, some of our favorite... Uh, some of our favorite things... Um, that from from the week and and so yeah so some of our favorite things from the week um, I mentioned it Miko versus Roxanne is my best match this week if you have not watched this match again go watch it, it is fantastic worst match this might be problematic this might be a little controversial I don't know I'm going with Mox and Hangman uh, from Revolution not a fan of the hardcore style. Not a fan of the deathmatch style. If that's your thing, that's your thing. That's cool. It's not for me. And uh, I'm not a big fan. Best promo. The Miz TV segment. Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. I thought these guys really went out there and really sold their match. And this was the crowd was into it. And uh, it made the segment better than it probably should have been. And so for me, best segment. Miz TV. Worst segment slash promo is the Boogs and Elias segment. I didn't talk about it because it was stupid, but it was a comedy segment where Boogs and Elias were talking, and he told him told Boogs, "Go say I want to fight you," and it was uh, you know, the big guy, and and then it, it, I didn't go over for me, um, so didn't like it. And the botch, the AEW opening, which I'll get to. Uh, AEW's opening of the show, the, the 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 announcers got hot mic'd into the crowd, into the live audience, so they got to hear him, and that was just it was a funny little botch. It didn't mean anything. Uh, the botch segment for this is probably just going to be um, just funny stuff that's happened throughout the week. So uh, yeah, that that's my week one um, podcast awards, weekly awards, best match, worst match, best promo segment, worst promo segment. And botch of the week. So now, let's get into Dynamite really quick because I really don't uh, want to talk about this too much. Dynamite was a show that definitely happened on TV. And it was, uh, yeah. <sighs> I don't even know what to say. Good things about this night. Uh, Jay Lethal and Orange Cassidy, even though I despise Orange Cassidy, had a great match of the All-Atlantic Championship. It is being renamed the International Championship next week. That was good. Finally. Um, things I didn't like. Um, John Moxley wrestling despite losing last night or on Sunday. Uh, wrestling like nothing happened. And then this John Moxley 
Hangman Page feud will not end because they fought the Dark Order. They had a big brawl afterwards, and Hangman got back into it with them. So this feud's not over yet. Um, I also don't like the fact that we're getting a six-man or a triple threat trios match next week for the titles. I'm not a fan of trios matches the way it is. I said it earlier. I'm not a big fan of this stuff. And then we go ahead, and we're going to make a triple threat six-man match with nine people plus all the outside interference that could happen. It's not for me. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. So, anyway, Dynamite also. Ruby So had a really good promo. Um, it was a you people promo. And if you don't know what a you people promo is, it's basically where they blame the people for all the problems. It happened and it was better than most you people promos, but it was still, I, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I mean, it was okay. I just don't like you people promos. You know, I, I'm just not a big fan. Um, um, yeah. And then your main event, Wardlow and uh, Hobbs for the TNT Championship. It started out in the parking lot. It was a street fight. Made a street fight mid-show with no build, no... No like announcement just happened, and then it was also I guess a ten knockout match and last man standing match. Don't know when that happened. They just casually mentioned it during the show, during the match. They were just like, oh yeah, by the way, you win this match by pinfall submission or ten count. Sure, awesome. Uh, the end of this match, Hobbs beats Wardlow after um, QT Marshall comes out with a chair. Beats on Wardlow. They powerbomb him off the stage onto a mattress. Um, and Hobbs is in the champion. But I, this was almost my botch of the week. I, I, it's not a botch. But Tony Giovanni in the most monotone, like, serious voice he's ever said. Oh, my God. He could have broke his back. Wardlow fell four feet, dude. Like, bro, it's fine. He's all right. He fell into a cushion. A pad that folded around him. Wardlow's alright. He didn't fucking break his back. Alright. We don't have to worry about Wardlow. Um, but I don't know where they go now with this booking decision. Um, Hobbs is champion. That's awesome. I'm happy. I'm a big Hobbs fan. But now I don't know what they do with Wardlow. So that was that was wrestling for the week. I went a little long on some of the shows. I, I'm going to tune this down. I keep forgetting what I'm doing. And uh, it's my first podcast back. Give me some time. We're going to make this better. Stick with us. All right. So over to gaming. Um, we have a rumor going around that Grand Theft Auto 6 is potentially going to release uh, holiday season of 2024, which would make it September through December-ish, which makes sense. If it's going to come out, it's going to come out around Christmas time. It's going to be the big time for games. It's not going to be a summer release. Uh, or a spring release, I wouldn't say. So it makes sense for this to be one of the big headliners for the 2024 season, holiday season. And uh, if it is true, then I am excited and happy to see this. And I hope it'll come and I'll have a next-gen console by then. Um, because, uh, yeah, because all six cannot come soon enough. We've been, we've been having, you know these teasers like we've been hearing the rumors about it and unofficial stuff we've never actually heard anything official yet from rockstar so i'm hoping eventually we will hear some rockstar stuff and uh yeah so uh other than that um i'm gonna get into wb 2k23 now uh whenever jeff can join me um he's gonna give his thoughts on this as well and and maybe by then it'll be out and we can get some time playing it um last year's game was good. I put a lot of time in the 2K22. I have really enjoyed the game. This year looks to be better, and and I say that with optimism and high hopes and 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 hope that this game's going to be good. I do not know. Um, it looks like they made some pretty good improvements to universe mode, where you can kind of control now the cutscenes that happen in your rivalries. So I like that. Um, that's going to give, you know, people like me who like to do our own universe modes. I don't record it or anything, but I do it in my head and, and I do it and it's going to give me, you know, more freedom to control the storylines the way you want, which is great. It's what we all wanted. 
Um, it seems like there's a little bit of limit to it, but I'm hoping we can make it, you know, it'll be good enough to get a spot to next year where they can potentially add in even more. Um, the DLC has got a lot of people up in arms, and I will go through the WW2K23 DLC, um, and, and I'll let you guys be this judge, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm okay with this DLC. I don't hate it. It's not the best, but I don't hate it. So we'll go through. It was announced the Steiner Row Pack will be coming out April 19th. Uh, this will be Scott Steiner, Rick Steiner, Ashanti the Adonis, Top Dollar, and B-Fab as a non-playable manager. This is my best. This is this pack's good. I, I'm fucking excited to see the Steiner brothers. I'm going to have fun destroying people with them. And Hit Row, I know a lot of people don't like Hit Row, but I love to have the game with as many current roster people as possible. So that way I can free up my creator wrestlers and I can do my own thing. And I like to do an up-to-date universe mode with all the people that are currently there and do it my way. That's just what I like to do. I know other people do it their way. That's what I like to do. So getting Hit Row in a DLC is good for me. I, I had no problem with this. Uh, May 27th, or May 17th, we get the pretty sweet pack. We get Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Tiffany Stratton, Elton Prince, and Kit Wilson. Yes, boy! This is my favorite pack that's coming. All five of these people are going to be monsters in my universe mode and in play now. And I can't wait. Uh, Gallows and Anderson have been in the game before, so years ago. But um, it's good to see them back and Tiffany Stratton has a bright future and I am a huge fan of pretty deadly. So seeing them in as well, perfection on this pack, the race to NXT pack will be coming June 14th. It is Harley race, Ivy Nile, Wendy Chu, Tony D'Angelo and trick Williams, a weird pack here. Harley race making it in is something I didn't see coming. The rest of my mic. I, I, I enjoy, like I said, I like having the up to date and having a bunch of NXT guys really fills out the roster. Well, and I'm, okay with that the revel with wyatt pack will be coming out july 19th it is bray wyatt zeus valhalla joe gacy and blair davenport zeus is a weird one i don't know where that's coming from the rest of my blair davenport uh gacy valhalla and bray wyatt i'm cool with that's awesome um and then the bad news you august 16th we got eve torres wade barrett damon kemp andre chase nathan frazier I am loving the NXT um, representation in these DLC packs. Again, a lot of people were disappointed, but I'm actually okay with these packs, and I'm excited for them, and I'm hoping, you know, and, and it also says they're going to add people year-round, so maybe um, they'll get more stuff, and I'm hoping there's, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, kind of optimistic but not too much you know like i'm kind of partially optimistic with my with this game um i play a lot of universe mode that's what i play a lot of so i, I want to see improvements there apparently my rise is better uh, my factions there could care less i don't care about my faction but uh, my rise is supposedly has an actual ending this time and it's supposed to be like a more of a linear storyline than last year's last year's got kind of repetitive and boring and i didn't really spend too much time playing it I'm hoping to change that. And then with the Cena showcase, it's going to be different. So, again, I am excited for WWE 2K23. After it comes out in a couple weeks, we'll be giving me and Jeff, and uh, Jeff will be joining me, and we'll be giving our full-on reviews of the game, what we like, what we don't like, what can be improved for next year, and so on and so on. And what we hope to maybe see in future updates to this game. So, um, I'm excited. I'm ready for this game to come out. Um and uh yeah other than that ladies and gentlemen i don't have a whole lot of um um video game news as well as far as big stuff going on um i'm gonna go through the releases again like i used to do if you're a old fan of this um of this uh podcast you know i used to do these so we're gonna go through the releases from march 10th um through march 16th so march 10th we've got big ambitions for pc justice dc's justice league comic chaos cosmic chaos for ps4 ps5 switch xbox one series x everything 
Before Your Eyes is a PlayStation 5 and PSVR 2 game, which launches on May March 10th. Um, Mato Anomalies comes out for PlayStation 5, uh, PS4, um, Xbox One, and, and Xbox Series X on March 10th. Volley, pa Volley Pals for Xbox Series X, Xbox One, um, and Switch. Um, that's March 10th. Bleak Faith Forsaken. Uh, March 11th, we've got Titanium Hound, Flash Out 3. March 13th, we've got Borrowed Trauma for the PC, Rough Justice 84 for the PC. And March 14th, um, we've got Vernal Edge, Blade of Darkness, Hot Wheels Rift Rally, Hell of an Office, Half-Life M-Mod, The Wreck, uh, Valheim, Mile High Taxi, Terminal Velocity, The Forest Cathedral, Stellaris, First Contact Story Pack. Uh, March 15th, we got Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, that's like an update. Um, Two Point Campus School Spirits update. Um, Dead by Daylight Mobile is coming. And then March 16th, we got Post Void for the Switch PS4. The Dark Pictures Switchback VR, which is a scary VR game for PS5 and PSVR. Surviving the Aftermath Rebirth for the PS4 and Xbox One. Um, that looks interesting. Um, Anno 1800, Amber City, Gorn, Subway Midnight, CFD's Marauders Medley, Ends, um, Squad 51 vs. Flying Saucers, and then March 17th next week, that's a Friday, that's when Dota 2K23 comes out, so, I would say the week after, like two weeks from now, we'll be having our big, uh, Dota 2K23 review, because it's gonna take us about a week to play it and get used to it, so, Thank you for joining me on this rebirth of this podcast. Again, I'm just getting used to it again. So it might take me a couple weeks to get my rhythm. And I'm better with other people. But I promise you, stick around and listen. And we're going to get good. You can catch this podcast on YouTube uh, on Saturday morning. So tomorrow morning, if you would rather watch us. Um, or me, I guess, my beautiful face, if you want to see what I look like, if you haven't seen it yet, it's over on our Sabri ENT podcast, uh, uh, YouTube page, um, you can also catch t TikTok and the Twitter, it's also Sabri ENT, S-A-B-R-Y ENT, for all the latest videos, I'm hoping to do some more TikTok videos in the future, hopefully with Jeff or with Nathan or other people, so, just, just you know, go to those pages, like, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, follow and uh thank you for listening i really enjoy being back this has been fun i hope you enjoy me being back and you can hit me up on twitter with any suggestions to how this make this show better or anything you want me to talk about next week or whatever again i'm just getting used to it we're still trying to figure out all the logistics of getting this done on time and everything so thank you for listening i truly appreciate you all i love you and i will see you next time Peace.